Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm for the Kayfabe Report. Hey, if you guys haven't heard about Anchor yet, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that's sweet that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership whatsoever. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I use it all the time here on the KFA Report. It's been a great, helpful tool and a great host for the podcast. And I love the sponsorship every week. If you'd like to use Anchor.fm, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started today. That is the Anchor app at Apple Podcasts or Google Play Store or go to Anchor.fm on your browser. Now, to the show. What's up, guys? It's Cody Wilson here for the KFA Report Podcast. This week, we will be talking about how WWE Programming will be now streaming on the Peacock service of Roku. Can't believe I'm going to be saying that. John Cena reflects on how the wrestling fans perceived him. He says it's all fucking wonderful. That's a direct quote. And Big Show wants to face Keith Lee and the advice that he's most proud of that was given to him. That, Clash of Champions predictions, and more here this week on the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Three Count Wrestling Podcast, a podcast made by fans for fans. Join me, the Professor Cody Wilson, and stunning Steve Krosniak for news, general topic discussions, predictions, and reviews here on the Light Blue Podcast Network. And now... Here's me. What's up, everybody? How you doing, Steve? How was your week? Meh. Meh. Yeah. That's it. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Okay. Meh. <laughs> what the hell? So, quick question. I've been thinking about this all week. Huh? Do you do you like Asuka? Like, as a wrestler? Always have. Okay, so you think that she's a good wrestler? Oh, yeah. I don't... And I hate to, like, start this on a downer, but I don't understand her. I don't... I've been... I've been I looked over the entire gimmick from the start at TakeOver, at one of the TakeOvers. I can't remember which one. But NXT TakeOver, when she debuted against, um... Oh, what the hell's the Arnold Schwarzenegger lookalike? Blonde. Um... Um, the one that was with Charlotte for a while. Dana Brooke? Dana Brooke. She debuted against her. Um, 
I watched every match she's had this past week from that one to now. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. I don't get the um credentials and people are going to bitch at me, which is fine. Oscar and it's weird too cuz her uh accolades stretch everything from she's won the Royal Rumble, she's won money in the bank, she's run all four women's champion or all three women's championships. Four, my bad, four. All four women's championships that you can win in the company. She's done it all. Right, plus the numerous things she's done over in Japan. Right, and yeah, and I've I have never seen any of her matches in Japan. I've only watched her WWE stuff. What? What's the deal? I don't. Is it me? Do, do am I just that out of touch as a wrestling fan? Uh, I wish Lazy was here for this one. Um. <laughs> I, I really can't explain that. I, I just, I can't. Like, you, you, obviously you like her wrestling skills. Yes. What, oh, so you, so, how can I put this? So you think the Charlotte match at WrestleMania 34 was fantastic? The triple threat? 34. 34. That's when she won the Rumble and faced Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That could that could have been better because they were just making Charlotte look like a monster, right? But I mean, like even if she, uh, even in the loss, that match was good, right? In your opinion, yes and no. I think it could have been better, obviously, no. with the win, right? Because right, let's build up, let's build up somebody for like two and a half years and, and crush then, her. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is fine, I guess. I just it, again the match to me, it it was just a normal. And I hate to say this, and this is going to get more fans pissed off at me. It was a normal Charlotte match. Yeah, my opinion. Yeah, it, it, and people will say, "Oh, it was such a great match," even though she lost. And I'm like, "Well, okay. It, look who's in the ring with her." Right. It. <laughs> I'm, I'll give credit where credit is due to Charlotte, but it's it's like Charlotte carried Asuka through that match. My opinion. I, everybody has their own opinion. I have no problem with that. I'm just saying, I don't get the whole Asuka thing. Like, her, her championship wins in the WWE have been flukes. To each his own, I guess. I mean, I can't really... <laughs> Well, think about it. She won the SmackDown Women's Championship finally after Ronda Rousey pushed both Becky Lynch and Charlotte off the fucking ladder in a TLC match, and Asuka just happened to be there. Yeah. She won the Raw Women's Championship from Becky Lynch after chasing her for four fucking months because Becky got pregnant. Hey, but look how many other superstars in the history have gotten bounced by pure fluke. Ziggler, Edge. Um, Anyone that's anybody that's really won money in the bank. Edge, Ziggler, <coughs> Del Rio, Cena. Walking. Cena never won money in the bank. Well, I, let me rephrase that. Cena never cashed in successfully on money in the bank. I'm just talking about fluke championship wins now. Oh, okay. 
Well, Orton's was definitely a fluke when Cena tore his bicep and just got handed the fucking championship at No Mercy in 07. Really, I think everybody at some point had a fluke win at some point or another. It's another. Michaels were all politics. They weren't fluke. Still, I mean, there, there's very many, not many, clear-cut wins. Uh, Something happens one way or another. Well, think about it. Warrior Hogan. Hogan had to put that fucking shoulder up at the end of three. Yep. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, Yeah. What else? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just... But Asuka's... Besides the NXT championship against Bailey, when she won that wholeheartedly, every championship after that has been a fluke. That happens. And it's like, you, you try to build this person up as a, a... People say she is one of the best performers all around. I don't get it. I don't... It, especially the way that she's been booked after NXT. Like, yeah, I get it. Monster Heel. She got the Goldberg streak in NXT. Good for her. It didn't make me want to watch her that much more. It's just it, like, unfortunate occurrences like I mean no but I think Asuka was gonna get the Raw Women's belt at some point off of Becky but her and Seth Rollins decided to play Wee Wacky Woohoo <laughs> that is a new t-shirt I love it <laughs> and what was that Wee Wacky Woohoo <laughs> yes and I could say other things, but I don't want us to get kicked off the air. Oh, there's um, no way we're getting kicked off the air. I put this as this is specifically explicit. Um, but yeah, they decided to make smush, and <laughs> Be- Be- Becky had a bun. Now Becky's Becky got a bun in the smush. oven. Watch. Yeah, Seth wanted snoo snoo. Um, <laughs> and well, obviously. Things happen when right. you don't when you don't wrap the willy. Just remember, kids, don't be a fool. Wrap your tool, unless you're the Messiah and think that he can just come everywhere. Right. Um. But I mean, and that so means two I, things. I <laughs> but yeah, I mean, things happen. Right. I don't know. It just. It just like it just got. Like, except for the Sasha win, which, again, fluke, because Bailey and Sasha were having a tiffy. So, it's like every championship win she's had besides the NXT one has been <laughs> pretty much just handed Circumstances. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's happen. been shit circumstances. Now that I think of it, every championship she's won has been, has been due to build up to something else except the money in the bank win. Yeah. <laughs> Give the belt to Asuka. We're just going to build up Sasha and Bailey as the biggest Roman's feud ever. Give the belt to Asuka. We're going to build the triple threat match at, or we're going to build Becky versus Ronda at Mania and then throw Charlotte in the mix because, hey, why the fuck not? <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, I just want to start off like that this week, guys, because it's like, I don't understand Oscar. If you understand Oscar, please feel free to leave a comment on the like review section. I would love to hear everybody's thoughts on this. But sleazy, gonna... I've, sleazy, I've expected like at least three paragraphs. Oh, I'm you. expecting three pages. I'm expecting <laughs> three pages from him, from Jimmy, and from um, Frank. At least. Which is fine. But, on with the show. So this week for the news, uh, like I said at the top of the program, WWE programming will now be on the Peacock streaming service for NBC Universal. Um, they debuted with programming back in August and currently has a carousel titled WWE The Legends, which focuses on WWE Hall of Famers and Legends, features the Monday Night War docu-series, the Ruthless Aggression docu-series, the WrestleMania Rewind docu- or WrestleMania Rewind series, several best of compilations, Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions episodes, uh, WWE Untold specials, and more. What do you think this uh, partnering with NBC is going to help? Do you think it's going to help more of the the network, or do you think it's going to help more of NBC? I don't know. I think Vince in his old age got confused when he heard cock. Oh, you motherfucker. I almost spit out my nose. <laughs> oh, he's I like, fucking choked that down harder than fucking Vince McMahon in the word cock. He's like, cock, oh. that's some good shit. <laughs> No, but I mean, honestly, I could care less whether what they show their programming on. It is what it is. I mean, good for them, but eh. What, but was, doesn't that hurt? Like, because Peacock's free. Yeah, but you got to think about it. Most of the shit that's going on Peacock is available with the free WWE Network thing anyway. Uh, Broken Skull Sessions is not available on the free one. I mean, I, 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 I think I, all I of this is not available on the, fr- I think all of this except the untold specials are not available on the free app of the network. Huh. I think the free app uh, of the network only allows like the best of compilations, uh, some of the YouTube stuff, um, and a couple other things. Cause I, I, Wanted to test it out just to see how it worked, and it's it's weird, but it it's not good either. I mean, honestly, I could care less either way. Right. I I only care about the network for their pay per views, honestly. Anyway, that's another thing. Would you? Do you think it would entice people more to watch the network if? Not just NXT, but Raw and SmackDown were day of on the network or the day after. Instead I, of being I'd a month like behind. I greatly appreciate that because I would like to watch all of Raw and not just the Cliff Notes version sometimes. Right. Um, especially when it's like after WrestleMania because I like seeing like surprise call-ups. And not having right. to try to figure it out through Facebook and then go on YouTube to watch it. And it, uh, it is what it is, but at the same time, it's Vince's ball. He'll do whatever he wants with it, I guess. Right, and I think uh, the weird is the weird thing is, is that I think they're they're testing out the waters for a move like that 
obviously because of um NBC or USA is down on the ratings. No. You know, they 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 look pretty sour obviously on them. But if if you watch the decline for like the last 4 years, the decline of most cable networks which is all of them have been declining, but streaming has been going up. Yeah. It's a weird correlation and the reason that in, in my opinion, this was on Eric Bischoff's podcast uh earlier this week. He said that everybody in that 18 to 35 demographic is going from like drama, pro wrestling, like all that like action stuff. Yeah. To Fox News, MSNBC, all that because the news like and this was I hate to be political on this show, I do, but or at least bring up political stuff. Like there was a recording of Chris Cuomo, an anchor on CNN, like producing the guy that he was going to have a debate with for the other side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Which is what pro wrestling should do, obviously, to make it, you know, seem believable. But people are more going towards the news, obviously, because now everybody in this day and age is all about having their opinions scattered across the internet, a.k.a. kayfabe report. It's our opinions on wrestling, obviously, but we report, like, actual news, not, you know what, I think John Cena should come back and become a 20-time WWE champion just because of the fact that Ric Flair's old and going to die. No, that's... I swear (laughs) to God, if that ever happens, I'm giving up on wrestling. Look, if John Cena becomes a 20-time world champion, I'll be okay with it. Because he's a 20-time world champion in sports entertainment, not pro wrestling. Huge difference. Speaking of John Cena, John Cena reflects on the WWE fan base and how it was... Also fucking wonderful. The latest WWE Untold series on the network details the great rivalry between Edge and John Cena. During the special, Cena would speak on the effect he had on wrestling's fan base and reveals that whether they perceived him positively or negatively, he loved the energy. That's the way you should receive that, obviously. Once crowds come back, I honestly think once crowds come back, they're going to be doing the right thing. No longer cheering, cheering heels and booing baby faces. They're going to go back to normal. I still doubt that. It's a possibility, but I'm a little hopeful. Uh, he says, and I quote, Every time you see me come out, it's like I'm shot out of a cannon. It's because I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And that's whether you're telling me I suck or whether you're telling me I'm great. It's that. It's why I orchestrate you to continue to make noise because as a performer, this makes me feel 10 feet tall. Just audible reaction. I love it when a group of people has so much energy that it's versally negative towards me. I also love it when the energy is so overwhelmingly positive. It does lift you up. It's like... It's also fucking wonderful. 
I've never been the biggest Cena fan, so I could care less if he ever wrestles again. I never Did liked you... him in the first place. Really? Do you even I like know, his I rapper gimmick? Him. Yeah, I bought the CD, but that's because I was dumb. I love and the CD. Cheap. I think he's a great rapper. The CD was okay, but I, I just I got bored with him after a while. Okay, so did you did you like him as the rapper gimmick? Did you like him even then when he was winning the U.S. championship? Some of the stuff he was saying was funny, but that's what I liked about him the most. It's Hogan 2.0 all over again with the five moves of doom, except Hogan only had two moves of doom and three poses. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I mean, when you... When you really think about it, in the WWE, yes, that's Hogan. If you watch Hogan in Japan, night and day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, yeah. Anybody's night and day when they go over to Japan. Because those people, <laughs> if you do horrible, will literally probably chop your head off. Some of them. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I like Cena all the way through. I'm one of those few adult males. I had no issue with Cena. Do I think that he was pushed down everybody's throat? Yes, I do. And I think that that's a problem. But I don't have an issue with A, the character, or B, the real person. That That's what soured me on Cena. It was, it was like Roman Reigns version 1.0. Here, you don't want Cena? Here's Cena. More Cena. Here, dog, <laughs> I heard you like Cena, so here's some Cena with your Cena. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So you didn't like Cena, period. Yeah, I know. What was your biggest gripe with him besides the five moves of Doom? If he wasn't pushed down our throats as much as he was, I might have thought differently. But he was uh, severely pushed down our throats for many years. And I was like, eh. I mean, I understand that to a point. But at the time, you have to think about it. He is... They're starting to build him as the face of the company once he goes to Raw. And you can see that. Oh, yeah, it was clear as day. Especially at SummerSlam that year. Holy shit. Yeah. 
you could definitely hear the chance between Y2J and Cena. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then, what's your opinion on the spinner belts? At first, I thought they were the dumbest fucking thing I ever seen. <laughs> it's only it's only something a thirteen year old poser would wear. That literally Thank went, you. That literally, mommy, 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 I want that thing. No, little Timmy, shut up. Thanks, Steve. Make me feel like I'm an asshole. Why? Because <laughs> I'm little Timmy. You like those belts? I am so desperate to find a United States spinner belt. It is ridiculous. To me, it was the symbol for white posers or posers everywhere. Again, thank you. I I don't mean that derogatory. I'm just... (laughs) My favorite iteration of the United States title was the one they just got rid of. You mean the longest championship belt design in WWE history? Yeah, that that was honestly my favorite iteration of the United States title that WWE's done. 17 years that belt was designed. Yep. 2003 to 2020. Think about that. Holy shit. Yep. You know what the second longest belt design is? What? You're going to lose your fucking marbles. Probably. The WWE Spinner. Which one? The WWE Championship Spinner. Because, right, I think Miz had a spinner, WWE Championship, Cena had one, Edge had one. Okay, no, I don't count the different iterations. I count the spinner design. And A, Miz wasn't a spinner. It was he fucking moved the W that stayed in place to an M. Okay, so Miz was smart and didn't make it spin. Um... But they it did stop uh, spinning in. They made it stop spinning. I think in two thousand seven. I honestly can't remember to tell you the truth. They put a five pound plate on the back of it to make it stop spinning. I just to me it was like a gimmicky. Oh, it was a gimmick championship that you knew Cena was just going to keep on getting over and over and over again. It was the smoking skull belt of its time. Oh, easily. But that was the next belt design that had the most longevity. That's weird. Right? Like, think about that. That was that was out for 10 years. From 2005 to 2015. It, uh, to me, the spinner belts should have been like the Brahma Bull title. Heard, not seen. Or buy a bowl in WWEshop.com for $300. Right. But, I mean, I had no issue with Cena. I think Cena is... He is what... He is to wrestling what Tom Brady is to football. It's like, him as a person, I like. Him as a wrestler, I can't fucking stand. You say the name, it gets a reaction. Good or bad. 
Yeah. It, he is the wrestling what the Yankees are the baseball. Say the name, it gets a reaction. Pretty much. Same thing with LeBron. Say the name, gets a reaction, good or bad. It it It's a weird... Him, Austin, Hogan, Rock are like the four people you can say, oh, that's that thing John Cena did, or that's that thing The Rock did, or that's that thing that Steve Austin did. Pretty much. Or that's the thing that Hulk did, you know. Everybody knows those four. Everyone behind them or after them, you don't fucking know the difference. Right. Okay. Speaking of not knowing the difference and whether or not to turn face or heel, Big Show. Uh, he... <laughs> Big Show wants to face Keith Lee, which would be a huge match. Uh, and reveals the best match, or the best advice he's ever received. Stay away. <laughs> oh my god, Steve. <gasps> wow. Okay then. So. <laughs> wow. Do you think, okay, here's a good question. Because he, I just read this real quick. He says, if there's any plans after his in-ring career is over. Obviously, you see him still doing a Netflix show or being an actor of some sort of kind. Because he's seven foot fucking tall and almost 400 pounds now. He's lost a lot of weight. And he's but still, funny. that's a lot. Yeah, he's a great comedian. But I'm saying, like, do you see him as, like, staying as an actor? Or do you see him actually getting a behind-the-scenes role in WWE? He can really do both. Do you think so? He, he'd be like, see, for me, if I was getting into the business, I would want to talk to like the bigger guys like him, Keith Lee, just like, and the bigger guys in general. So, I mean, for young, up-and-coming, big superstars, that, yeah. like, that and all the knowledge he has, so, I mean... In a way, that'd be cool, but at the same time, it's like, he's done enough in WWE. Can we just stop bringing him, as much as I like show, can we just leave him alone, please? Right. It's like, he's had his time of the sun, just let him rest. Okay. I mean, if, if you had to take a guess, if you could, if you could put... I think if you could put Undertaker and Big Show in a backstage producer role just for the big guy talent, like Keith Lee, Damian Priest, fucking um, Baron Corbin, uh, even Otis, Big E, you know, if you just had those two produce all the big guy talent, I think we'd be able to get somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it's just because they are always under the whole, like, advice of less is more. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I think Honky Talk Man might have said it. I could be wrong. doesn't matter if you work six seconds or six minutes, you get paid the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, too. Um... Speaking of getting paid the same, what do you think of uh, Keith Lee rumored to, or not Keith Lee? 
Ricochet, rumored to be leaving. Honestly, WWE's wasted him. I'd like to see him go somewhere where he's appreciated. Like he's back not... down at NXT? NXT, AEW, I mean, he's very underappreciated on the main roster right now, it's sad. Yeah, it, it's bad, too, because he's a former North American champion, and he's it's weird that these are the two titles he has. North American Championship under his belt in NXT, and the United States Championship belt in on Raw. Right, I mean, he's the king of flippy shit, so, I mean, I want to see him do flippy shit. And that's, a, that, that's another thing. Uh, another topic for another day. Not the point. But uh, he wants to face, Big Show wants to face Keith Lee. Uh, he has a ton of momentum behind him right now. Thinks he's a tremendous competitor. Uh, if there's an opportunity for him to step in the ring with Keith uh, and help him on his journey some way, shape, or form, he'd love to do it. He's also got a good chest for chopping. Uh, it's just, like I said before, can we just leave Big Show alone? I actually want to see him chop Keith Lee to see Keith Lee give him the receipt. As much as I want to see Keith Lee either hit him with the BBC <laughs> or the spirit bomb. Oh my god. I forgot that's what it's fucking called. What is it? It's called the Big Bang Catastrophe? Yeah, BBC. Yeah, the BBC. It's an English news story. Um, no, I was thinking nothing of the other BBC. else. Shut up. There's nothing else. If you need to know what that means, go do don't homework, Google kids. It. Don't, don't Google it. You'll see. And then if you Google that, Google Blue Waffle. Um, I... you'll see something you really never wanted to see, and you probably be turned off by chocolate covered pretzels for the rest of your life, or bananas. Um. Or baguettes, for that matter. Yeah, that too. Um, the best advice he ever got. He said the one of the earliest pieces of advice he got was from the legendary boss man, Ray Trailer. I had been in the business for about six months. This was when he was with WCW. He was going to the gym. He was coming out, and he talked for a bit. He's a super nice guy. He said, kid, I'm going to tell you something. Be nice to everyone and be humble on the way up, because you meet the same people on the way down, and he's right, because no one stays on top forever. Bullshit, John Cena, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, The Rock. Just to name there, a few. I mean, there are obviously a few exceptions to the world, but for, for the majority right. of the lesser plebes, the people you see yeah. on the way up, you're going to see on the way back down. The mountaintop is always changing, so if you're a rude and if you're rude and a jerk on the way to the top, there's going to be no support for you when you have to step aside for someone else whenever that time comes. Right. And that's strong advice for treating everyone else the way you want to be treated. That and the Macho Man used to tell me all the time, keep that credit card in your wallet and don't try to run with the Jones Joneses. Save your money, kid. So that's what Macho Man was. That's what that's. That was Macho Man all the time. I think Macho Man still had his tooth fairy money. He was very frugal, extremely frugal. Um, and any plans for his in-ring career after it's over? Knowing me, if I retire from WWE competing in the ring, I'll still be involved somehow. So so he thinks he'll have a backstage role. Either helping the superstars behind the scenes, or I'll roll into some kind of project that stays busy. What I am today is what tomorrow kind of guy. I don't. Do you, do you think he would be good at looking into talent? Like what Regal is? I think Regal's got more of an eye for that than show. Yeah. Um, 
don't look into the past. You can't change the past. You can learn from your mistakes and try not to repeat them. But living in past glories or past accolades limits you from creating any new memorable moments. So my attitude is always one for onward and upward. What's today? What's tomorrow? What are we going? What are we doing? It will be something fast-paced, something positive for sure, because I can't sit still. Okay. So that's good. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think Big Show would be awesome to see on the, uh, like, I would love to see him go after Keith Lee, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. But, uh, yeah. It's, uh, definitely gonna be something interesting. Um, so now, this week in the WWE, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, oh, and AEW. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, your opinion on ex WWE talent going to Impact, AEW, MLW, uh, any promotion that is currently open and running. They want to work, screw it, they're going to go wherever's open, and some of them, I think, go to AEW just to piss off Vince. Okay, what what about the fans getting pissed off and saying, well, AEW said they only wanted 5% of talent. But that was before, like, everybody was getting laid off, and the fans don't get... That besides WWE, AEW is probably the next biggest paying. Besides, you know, then you got Impact, which probably pays less than AEW. And then you got Ring of Honor, which pays significantly less than AEW. So, I mean, if... You do you think off- Ring of Honor pays less than Impact? Or do you think they're on, like, the same... The same fields, but slightly lesser... But okay. my, my thing just is because they like, don't have that, they don't have that uh, following anymore, as like the much. indie all star promotion. Yeah, um, but yeah. Besides Vince, I mean, if you get offered an AEW contract, it's probably the best money you're going to make outside of WWE, without going right. overseas or anything else like that. Probably. Right, so, and that makes sense. Because they they said that. At first, when, you know, before they knew about this coronavirus and all that, they probably didn't plan in the beginning to take as much WWE talent, but things happen. Pandem- right. I mean, th- Cody Rhodes said in 2019 that they only wanted to take maybe 5% of the current talent on the roster. But they get let go after their 90 days. If they come up to you, start. I mean, it is what it is, it's a business. Yeah, he might not have planned on that at first, but if big names are going to come knocking on my door wanting to work for me, I'm not going to say no. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard. You know, it... But yet again, wrestling fans, as you know, will bitch about the dumbest shit. Ain't that the fucking... Pot calling the kettle black on that one. 
It could be the match of the century, a napkin versus a paper towel, and they'll be pissed that a tissue paper wasn't involved. <laughs> so, I mean, the fans bitching about it, it is it is what it is. They're going to bitch about it. So, I don't know. People are pissed off because everybody's going to AEW. I mean, there were a few people that went from WWE to Impact. Eric Young, Brian the good, Myers. The Good Brothers. The Good Brothers. Uh, Maria and... Uh, Mike. What the fuck's his name? Mike Kanellis. I mean, you gotta feel bad for the NWA, too, by the way. They just... They got... They're probably the first casualty of COVID for wrestling. Besides the Indies, yeah. You know, because... They they were being backed by Billy Corgan, who is not a billionaire, to be honest with you. And if for those of you who don't know who Billy Corgan is, he is the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins, a rock alternative band from the 1990s who haven't been relevant since 1988. Um, <laughs> Give or take a few years. Yeah. No offense to Billy Corgan. You don't not know nothing about wrestling, and you sure as fuck know nothing about music. Um... It, they got screwed. Yeah. I mean, granted, Nick Aldis is still the champion, but does that matter? What? That he's champion of a brand that's not on YouTube anymore? I, I mean, it is what it is. It's an unfortunate thing. Like I said, things happen. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Stu Bennett, a.k.a. Wade Barrett, just signed a WWE contract because NAW has no idea if it's ever coming back. He was an announcer on NAW... NA, the NWA. NWA. Yeah. Yeah, he was an announcer there with somebody else. I don't even know who the fuck that kid's name is. But, speaking of ex-WWE talent doing better for themselves, Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, PWI Insider, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Top 500, Number 1, John Moxley. I think this is bullshit. Your opinion? About damn time credits given or credits due. You honestly think John Moxley is the number one pro wrestler of this year? Let me rephrase it. It's from 2019, so... A lot of that shit, I I don't think they base it off of wrestling skill. I think they more base it off of exposure, hype. Here's the the quote-unquote criteria for the rankings. A win-loss record for a scripted sport, technical ability, influence on the sport, Success against the highest grade of competition, success against the most diverse competition, and activity. 
let's let's go over each of those real quick. It all comes boils down to politics, honestly. In the end, anyway. Oh, probably, but I I I like you know calling people out for their shit. So let's go to the win loss records. So as of for twenty twenty, where is dipshit? Where is he? John Moxley, where are you? There we go. That's better. John Moxley has had 18 matches. And he's had a 100% win percentage in 2020. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Okay, 2019. Let's try that. And he had a 77 win percentage in 2019. So he's had 25 wins out of... Or no. 17 plus 18 is 25. 9 plus 18 is... 27? Yeah. So he's won 25 out of 27 matches. That's a fucking ridiculous rating. That's like a 90% win ranking. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll give him that. But I don't think... I think Adam Cole probably has more matches under his fucking belt than John Moxley. Which, by the way, Adam Cole is number two. I think Adam Cole should be number one. Just because he fucking went against Pat McAfee. Technical ability? I think Adam Cole definitely has Moxley on that. Like I said, I think mostly because he's a... You know, AEW was new. They pretty much wanted to give it to an AEW guy, was what I'm thinking. Okay, so here's here's the top ten. From ten to one is what I'm going to go with. AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Okada, Naito, Drew McIntyre, Chris Jericho, Adam Cole, John Moxley. So you have one, two, three, four, five wrestlers from WWE, three from AEW, and two from New Japan in the top ten. No. No. So if you if we look at the world right now, the top three promotions in the world for wrestling is WWE at number one. And then a tie for number two between AEW and New Japan. Yeah. Because there's no... Between those two, there isn't a third place. No, no. Because they're both... At this point, they're both trying to outdo WWE. But it's hard to do for AEW because when your WWE diet, or light as I like to call it... It's WCW 2.0. I wouldn't go that far. At least WCW did fucking, you know, drawing power. 
give it time. AEW still sort of new, and the pandemic is not helping them at all. Well, they just finally let fans back in, so that's helping a little bit. That's good. Um, but then there was reports of <laughs> AEW security not fucking doing what they were do- supposed to do for all the fucking assholes that didn't want us to be six feet apart or fucking keep, keep their masks on. Or it-, it was a whole shit show. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, God. So, oh, this is fantastic. So I mentioned Pat McAfee. I hate him. <laughs> We all know that by now. <laughs> if you didn't listen to like one of the episodes, I don't remember which episode it was, but the one episode we did, Steve here decided to play F. Mary Kill with Pat McAfee in the rankings. I told Steve that I would not kill Pat McAfee. I would hate fucking with a barbed wire bat sideways. Now, he talks about the match from TakeOver 30. And I couldn't be more upset at him. Or the WWE for allowing him to have interviews or talk about it on his own fucking show. Because you're supposed to, you know... I know Kayfabe's dead. I get it. But the truth is still the truth. And if Pat McAfee wants to be an asshole... And not respect the wrestling business like he was portrayed that he was doing. Fucking stay that way. You can respect it all you want, but portray the character that you are, motherfucker. Don't try to fucking, you know, up and long be a nice person about it. He told CBS Sports, and this is where I'm getting the article from. He always hated the thought of an outsider coming into this profession, quote-unquote, professional wrestling, that he loved and enjoyed watching. I hate him. He's an outsider. He's a fucking punter. Some jackass named Messi, who plays for... I don't know, fucking soccer, that's all I know. Or football, as people like to call it. Not American football, but football. Has touched the ball with his foot more fucking times than Pat McAfee, and you don't see this motherfucker coming and playing wrestling. (laughs) David Beckham, his foot has touched the ball more times than fucking Pat McAfee ever has. Can't say anything about his face, but definitely his feet. It was kind of weird to watch when I got home. You think? Because all it was... It was you showing off your athletic ability. Fine. Go play fucking... I don't know. Go play on the rock show. The fucking Titan Games. Or go American Ninja Warrior. Not the WWE. Oh my god. It was a surreal moment to see me in the ring with Corey Graves, a guy I've known a long time, calling it with Vic and Beth. It was one of those surreal moments, and I'm trying to not be too critical of myself. I messed up a lot of things in there, but I think we pulled off a hell of a show. Sure. 
it. I'll let you Leg- okay. Mm. Steve. Yeah. How much athletic display of prowess do you need to kick a fucking ball? Fuck, I can kick a fucking ball. It wasn't just McAfee showing off some traditional pro wrestling chops that won people over in the match, but also incredible displays of athleticism. McAfee's background as an NFL punter would certainly suggest a degree of legitimate athleticism. <sighs> Let's move on before you have an aneurysm. <laughs> Because I could sense it at Bruin. He took to the skies multiple times, nailing a flipping dive to the outside as well as a true eye-popping moment where Cole shoved him from the top rope only for McAfee to execute a perfect backflip and stick the landing on his feet. Seconds later, McAfee ran forward and leaped from the canvas to the top rope in a move few, few-time wrestlers on the WWE roster could execute as smoothly. So we're forgetting about Shelton Benjamin, Kofi Kingston, um, any cruiserweight really for that matter. (sighs) (laughs) Quote, being a fan, you always have those freak athletes, McAfee said. Shelton Benjamin is obviously the guy that made the leap up to the top rope something awesome. Being a fan, I always was drawn to the people who are very athletic, Granted, you have to be able to talk and all that to put on a good show, but for me, I enjoyed the athleticism of people. I always had these grand visions of if I ever got into the ring, what I would like to do and what I think I could do if I ever got a chance to try it in a match. Again. Punter. A fucking guy who just really needs to work on his legs every day to kick a ball from one end to the other. Now, I get that you can kick it high or kick it low or catch your own onside kick, which is a talent in itself, Pat. It really is. But it isn't when everybody knows you like to fondle your own fucking balls. So you know what rough pigskin is all about. (sighs) Shelton Benjamin, Kofi Kingston, everyone on 205 Live, pretty much anyone in NXT, uh, anyone in Ring of Honor, AEW, you know, they could all maybe do it once or twice. And then there's freak shows like Frigger, Ricochet, and Will Ospreay that do that shit in their sleep. Literally. Yeah, so. I take my answer back about fuck hating him with a barbed wire baseball bat. I'm going to take a full loaded Mack truck, mm-hmm. shove it right up <laughs> his ass. <laughs> 
sideways. And watch him every time. No, not sideways. Just just shove it right up his ass. And every time he speaks, it's a Mack truck horn. <laughs> because Pat McAfee... And this is the nicest thing I will ever say about Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is nothing more than Gilberg. Yeah. He will be forgotten in time. Remembered for one fucking thing. Which, by the way, was never getting the Colts to a Super Bowl. Has touched more balls than a gay guy in a nightclub. On ladies night. On a Friday. On a Friday. And the only championship he will ever touch will be the one that he's shining on Peyton Manning's hot uh, mantle. I was thinking the foam ones you can get at like Toys R formerly known as places Toys R Us or Walmart. I'm full of them today. I... If Pat McAfee... And I'm not lying about this. And I'm... I I kid you not, I will full... Be on board with this decision... For my entire life. If Pat McAfee... Comes to the WWE... And somehow becomes WWE champion or a champion for that matter. I don't even care if he becomes the fucking Divas championship if they have to bring that back for him. If he as so much wins one title belt, I will never watch WWE program again. I will go to AEW. I will watch Impact. I will watch fucking New Japan with Japanese commentary then watch another episode or another show of WWE's with that blonde beaver toothed fucking dipshit lead foot punter become a champion he does not deserve any of the praise that he gets for that match. That match sucked so much dick that Nathan Lane wants a fucking callback. And for those of you who don't know who Nathan Lane is, look at the fuck up. I'm not going to feed you baby birds. I am, I am so mad at this motherfucker. That I want him to... I want him to play football again. I do. But at this point, I want him to be ran over by a semi-truck and watch his spine fucking snap in half. I don't wish death upon him. No, that's too fucking good for him. Paralyzation, perfectly fine. And for all of you smart marks out there who think I'm serious, 
Learn what a fucking character is, motherfuckers. Granted, I do not like Pat McAfee. I don't wish any of this upon him. I'm just voicing an opinion that's a character. Not, you know, actually wanting him to fucking get hurt. But please, show this to Pat McAfee or somebody sent a snippet to Pat McAfee. I'll be more than happy to defend myself on every last bit of decision and wording that I'm using. <laughs> so with that, I hope Pat McAfee never sets a step foot in a fucking never ring again and rots in hell with Hitler with pineapples up his ass. And with that, we're going to go to an ad break. Have fun, Anchor.fm. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I cooled down. We are not going to have any more Pat McAfee talk. But we will be talking about Clash of Champions. So, because uh, not everything has been uh, announced yet, uh, we don't know any of the situation with the Raw Championship, the Raw Women's Championship, I should say. We don't know anything about the United States Championship yet. And we don't know anything about the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships yet. So, we will not be doing any rumors on those predictions, but we will be doing the predictions on matches that have already been announced. So, the Women's Tag Team Championships, the makeshift team of Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad. I don't know how I feel about this match because I don't like any of the four people in this match. Me, personally, I hate Nia Jax like you hate Pat McAfee. So, I'm going to go both Riot Squad for both the picks. Just, oh, we're just going to do the one pick. We're just going to pick who we think. I'm done with the whole WWE. Oh, if we talk about it, then that's fine. But just personally, I'm who we think the, should win. I'm going to go with the Riot Squad. Okay. I mean, all four Charisma Vacuums, so does nothing for me. Uh, Liv Morgan came back for a hell of an angle and went nowhere with it. Shayna Baszler lost to Becky Lynch, which should have never happened. Uh, Nia Jax hurts people. There's that. And Ruby Riot is an alternative punk who thinks she's a skateboarder but doesn't skateboard or... I don't know, fucking, there's, I don't know anything about the Ruby Riot character. There's, there's been no develop on that. Liv Morgan's character has been nothing but a fucking bismal. Sheena Baszler's character is just beat up people, so that works with Nia Jax because she really beats up people. She literally takes Hulk smash a little bit too seriously. The porn tape or the green dude? The actual Hulk. Okay. Actual, you know, superhero, big R. Well, that's what Hulk did in the tape. Did you, you never watched it? I don't want to watch friggin' a leathery, old, wrinkly scrotum sack dangling in the breeze. It it proves that steroids do not shrink your testicles. Um... (laughs) Anyway. Oh, boy. Couldn't help myself, man. I, they just gave the championships to Nia and Shayna. I mean, they're a makeshift team. 
I mean, you can obviously tell that WWE does not care about tag teams anymore due to the fact that they might be doing a unification match between the tag titles. I'm not surprised. But, I, so, be, I mean... The, the Rock- I think there should be a unification between the Women's Championship, the Tag Team Championships, and the World Championships. Yeah, leave the United States and IC separate. Yeah. And then, you, but yeah, it, but it's never going to happen again. It, it might, but I, I don't I don't know. Anymore. I think it'd be interesting. It would be. I think it'd be it would, really interesting. It would open up a lot more opportunities, but at the same time... Yeah. Eh. When do you think the last time WWE actually cared about tag team champ or the the tag teams in their business? Pre Attitude Era. I say in the Attitude Era. Like pre Attitude Era, midway through Attitude Era, but once it started going towards the ruthless aggression era, that's kind of when. Yeah. I mean, I say, like, right in the middle of the Attitude Era, because think of all the teams that were holding the championships in the Attitude Era. Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, Hardys, APA, Too Cool, fucking... You think about that. Too Cool won the Tag Team Championships. Um, Who else? There was a lot of teams. There was a lot of teams in that era, and they were all winning the Tag Team Championships. Granted, they were all winning them for, like, two, three weeks at a time, but it was still the fact that those teams were, you know, teams, and legitimate teams, and still winning the championship. There's just not enough tag teams anymore to really justify having two separate tag titles. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Like, think about this. You have, like, the Women's Tag Team Championship is the Riot Squad, the newly reformed Riot Squad, who beat, um... The Iconics to get the championship match, and the losers of that match had to break up. You just broke up a legitimate tag team in the Iconics. And, re- and you really don't have many tag teams, legitimate women's tag teams, to friggin' be doing that kind of shit with. The women's tag belts were great in theory, but in practice, they fucking suck. Agreed. Yeah, these th- this set of the tag team champion, the women's tag team championship, sucks worse than the original fucking set. Um, which by the way, the bl- Angel Bombers or whatever the fuck they were called, there was two Japanese women who won, who had the titles for like a few months and never relinquished them. They just retired with the titles. It's eventually, I think it's just gonna fizzle. It really should. There's not enough women tag teams or women wrestlers for that matter to really do a women's tag division that you don't see the same shit month after month after month. Right. I mean, when they first brought them out, there were six tag teams. Legitimate tag teams. Bailey and Sasha. The Iconics. Um, Iconics. Fire and Desire. Riot Squad. The Kabuki Warriors. Nia Jackson, Tamina. The Kabuki Warriors. No, they weren't a legitimate uh, team yet. That I'm talking about the Elimination Chamber match. Oh, uh, yeah. And who else? I can't remember. Who, there was a sixth team, and I can't remember who the fucking sixth team was. 
Oh, well, not important, I guess. But still, like, you had legitimate teams vying for that title. I mean, now it's just a joke. Yeah, now it's just, oh, well, we don't have anything for the women. Oh, we have three championships on the main roster. Fucking throw it on whoever. Right. Give them something to do for a few months. Uh, I don't care either way. Uh, if you give it to the Riot Squad, it's going to do nothing for them. If you keep it on Naya and Shayna, it's going to do nothing for anybody. Fucking, I hope it's a DQ or draw something bullshit, but it's probably going to be Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, so I'm going to go with them. Uh, Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the fifth fucking time in less than three months. Uh... If they don't give it to Nikki now, there's no fucking point. I could... I don't honestly know. Because I still think you're saving for Bailey and Sasha. They have to. So, I mean, you're right. It's, it's gonna be Bailey and poor Nikki. I, I can already see how that's gonna probably end. It's either... It's gonna be one of two things. Sasha's gonna fuck over Bailey, Or... Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss is going to go into the trance and hit Nikki Cross with the sister Abigail. I like your. I like the latter part of that one. Like the referee's going to get knocked out somehow. Because mm-hmm. of course Alexa Bliss is probably going to come down with Nikki. And I would hope so. And something happens and. She goes to that thousand mile stare again, like she did to Lacey <laughs> Evans this past Friday, and hit her, hit Nikki with the sister Abigail. This walk off to the back pull of Grandpa Simpson, and <laughs> Bailey <laughs> Bailey pins Nikki for the one two three, and then Sasha Banks comes out, hits Bailey with the bank statement, holds up the title, and then that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It, uh... Yeah, it... I don't know. What do you think of the whole Alexa Bliss thing? I'm starting to get a little aggravated by it. They need... I'll give them one more week of this stupid stare thing. But after that, they need to do something or it's gonna get fucking boring. It's already getting boring. I'll give them... Mm -hmm. I'll give it one more week... But they need to do something soon. So I hope it's what you said about the whole Alexa Bliss coming down and screwing Cross, which would be great. And then setting up Bailey and Sasha for Hell in the Cell, which is the next pay-per-view. Right. Which I would not mind seeing that one in a Hell in a Cell match, like the blow-off to the feud. Right. But it would probably start the feud and then fuck everything up. Um, <laughs> so I'll go Bailey as well. Um, Intercontinental, this is probably going to be the match of the night. Intercontinental Championship match, Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn in a ladder match. I'm going to go Jeff. Um, well... Here's the thing. 
they gave AJ and Jeff the championships because A, Sammy wasn't back yet. So now, Sammy's back, and he's claiming he's the real Intercontinental Champion. I don't know. I don't see AJ. I think AJ's going to be done in the in a few months here. Yeah. I think because I think he no didn't he just sign a three year deal? I heard he's been in talks with AEW, so I have no idea. Well, of course he's been in talks with AEW. His friends are there. Um, no, his friends are at Impact. Mm, no, I'm talking like Young Bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, also, I don't think it's going to be AJ Styles because he just got outed as having COVID. Yeah. Which, by the way, was so funny to find out that he was that he had COVID the entire time he was on the roster. He could have been asymptomatic. He was. Yeah. He said all he had was a fever and it went away in a day. And yeah. he was still on shows. He he literally was having it when he was facing Jeff Hardy for the championship. <laughs> so there's that. I don't know. I kind of want to see Sammy go with it and be a dick. I liked Dick Sammy Zayn when he won the championship. So you're going with Hardy? Yeah. How often did Jeff Hardy win a ladder match? I can't do that kind of math right now. <laughs> I mean, it's not very often, was it? Like he only he's only won like 3 in like all the times he's been in a ladder match. Like I said at this time of the night my brain can't do that kind of math. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Sammy, because I liked heel Sammy with the championship, with Nakamura and Cesaro. That was so much fun. I liked them, at least. I don't know about everybody else. Uh, Reigns versus Uso. This is gonna be an interesting It's match. gonna be the fucking finger poke of doom all over again. You son of a bitch, that is brilliant. Or is this just gonna be Superman punch or a spear and it's done? Because they're they're related, obviously. It's it's gonna be so fucking brain-numbingly boring. I don't know. This might this might be a good match, in my opinion. I think it's they know each other very well. I mean, besi- obviously. Besides that fact, they ain't taking it off a of Roman right now. I hate saying. How much it. more of a heel can you be if you do though? I. I, I I don't know. Like, I hate- think about it. If you take if you take the championship off of Reigns right now and give it to a tag team specialist like they did with Kofi, and give it to Jay, a you can break up the Usos tag team, which would be going with on par with everything else they're doing with tag teams, and then have Jay do like a singles run for a month. Have Reigns destroy his ass in Hell in a Cell. Honestly. And fucking get so much heat for destroying your family. Like, let the blood rule go away for, like, this match and this match only. 
Like, let him bloody Jay. Let him beat the piss out of Jay. Let him just keep going till there's no more to go. Uh, it sounds cool, but I'm still going to go Roman. I'm going to go with Jay just because I feel optimistic that they might do something good. This is also WWE we're talking about. I know. Shut the fuck off. <laughs> oh, boy. And then... Do we really need to see McIntyre and Orton one more time? I could fucking care less. You too? Yeah, I, I don't... I, as much as I like Drew... If they don't give it to Orton soon, the build-up for him and Edge at Mania, like, you know they're gonna, it's gonna be fucking pointless. So, okay, here's my question, though. Who would you rather see... Who would I rather see In a perfect world... Drew, Drew, obviously. Well, okay. Obviously, I think Drew should win as well, but... In a perfect world, Ric Flair's title record should never be broken. Shouldn't have even been tied. No. But who would you rather see it break? Cena or Orton? Orton. I don't know about that. Because it's like... Yes, I would love to see Orton do it. But I I think Cena should do it. Because that would solidify his place as one of the all-time greats. You know what I mean? Oh, I get it. I don't know, because Randy Orton, automatically bona fide Hall of Famer. So is Cena. But, I don't know, Randy Orton beating it would make sense, but Cena beating it would give Cena so much heel heat. I don't know if it, if it matters to Orton or not if he gets heel heat. I know Cena it matters. Oh, God. I don't know. I. So what you're saying is if you don't if you don't give it to Orton now, don't let him fight for the championship anymore. At least not any. Not at least not for a while. Okay. Like maybe maybe have him fight Drew again before WrestleMania, like between WrestleMania and Rumble. Something like that. Like maybe let let it go for a little bit. And then, like at Elimination Chamber, I think I think that's before Mania, isn't it? Yeah, like no, it's uh, uh, Roadblock or whatever the fuck. E- either way, it's like either at the Rumble or the Pay Per View before Mania. That's when Orton should get it if they're not going to give it to him now. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I'll go with Drew, too, I guess. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I guess we'll go with Drew. Uh, this, I feel like this pay-per-view is going to be, like, two matches. You know what I mean? It's going to be the Reigns-Uso match that everybody's going to be looking forward to. And it's going to be the ladder match. That we know of so far. Yeah, I mean, that's all I can think of. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, boy. So, 
this is going to be a short podcast this week, guys. Obviously, if you can't tell, it's just me and Steve. But before we go, a couple of announcements. Um, I will be putting more links in the link tree uh, for everybody to get their where they can get their favorite podcast here at the Kayfabe Report. Um, store is open. Please check it out. It's in the uh, link tree. I'll put that in the uh, bio of the podcast. Also, next week is going to be a very special episode. We will not be doing the review of Clash of Champions. That will be the week after due to the fact that next week is Clash of Champions and we usually record on a Sunday. Uh, this week, though, or next week, we will be recording on Saturday the 26th and it's going to be a special quiz episode of the Kayfabe Report podcast. I might, we might be doing news stories before the quiz. We might not. I might just do the whole episode as a quiz. I haven't figured that out yet. I will get to it as soon as I can. But I will keep you guys updated on what's going on on the Facebook uh, group chat, also on the Discord, um, which will also be in the links in the bio of the podcast. If you guys want to support the podcast, please go check out the merch. Um, before we go, Steve, yes. you know what time it is. Yes. It's F. Mary Kill. Yep. And it's going to be the three versions of John Cena. Oh. Because now I know you hate John Cena. <laughs> Ruthless Aggression John Cena. Rapper John Cena. And Goody Two-Shoes John Cena. Mary Goody Two-Shoes because, you know, he'd probably cook me a home-cooked meal. Um, uh, Kill the Rapper Cena. And fuck the Ruthless Aggression Cena because he likes it rough. I appreciate you, sir. (laughs) So, uh, like I said, next week is the quiz podcast. We will be having three guests from the Book It podcast, a wrestling podcast, over on the T13 Media Network. Please go check those guys out. They are awesome. Uh, And it's going to be Kevin. She is awesome. Uh, She is one of the better knowledgeable ones on the podcast, I'll say that. Uh, Damone, good friend of the show, he will be on as well. And Keith, he will be on, and it will be it will be the three of them and Steve all going for the quiz championship title. Quote, unquote, imaginary. Not going to really give them a title. I don't have anything. <laughs> so with that, I'm Cody. This is Steve. You guys enjoy the rest of your week, day, night, whenever you listen to the podcast. See you next week.